five. Let's just count. Four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Fuck Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, For those good. of you listening who obviously don't know what we just did, we just took a fuck Trump shot of whiskey. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Thunk Tank Podcast. Thanks for downloading. So I'm sure you've heard the news from mid-February that Trump has declared a national emergency in order to build his um, border wall. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, uh, you know, you'll still be able to follow along with this episode, but... We were concerned by this, and we decided to do a, a, a sort of impromptu episode about this because in terms of politics, if you've listened to us, you know we're pretty flexible in how we think, and, and there are a lot of reasons to be concerned about what the left has to say and a lot of reasons to be concerned about what the right has to say. But specifically, this seemed different. This was a, a, a very unique usage of a, a unique power of the presidency to declare an, a national emergency. And obviously, this was not a real emergency. This is clearly politically motivated. And one of the things that concerned me was Nancy Pelosi. She didn't criticize the overreach of the executive branch. She said herself, like, Mr. President, if you want to declare an emergency, you should do it about, you know, gun safety. And so, indicating that it's not a principled reason that she's against it, it's a political reason. And she would use this power for her own reasons that she thinks are righteous. So it gets complicated, but either way, it's a really bad, bad move by Trump, and I'm not, I'm happy with it. And so we talk about that, and we kind of just go over the recent events and just sort of analyze Trump. So uh, that's pretty much this episode. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to support us. For as little as $1 an episode, you can hear our drunk tanks. We did do about 15 or 20 minutes extra after this episode for a drunk tank, so uh, check that out on Patreon. Other than that, um, thanks for listening. See you in the tank. Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Welcome, come into our, come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch (laughs) to the other peanuts. (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. (laughs) We're thinking, and we're thinking, <laughs> and we're thunked, and we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. To zero. How about that? Okay. Yeah, we're we're live. The tank is the tank is fully operational. So All five. Right, so let's just count. Four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Fuck Trump. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's um, that's delicious. That's really smooth. Yeah. That was For really those good. of you listening who obviously don't know what we just did, we just took a fuck Trump shot of whiskey, which is still legal in this country, I believe, at the moment. For now, until the nas- next national emergency, it is something worth uh, celebrating. Like whether Woo. whether you uh, stand behind saying like the sentiment "fuck" to the president or not. It's the not, fact it's that not you can say it is amazing. Fuck Trump. It's fuck anyone that tries to seize executive power. Yeah, that's right. fair. 
Yeah, I wouldn't care who's in office. No, no, I, I mean, specifically, I was just saying it's beautiful because if we were in Istanbul trying to do this and saying, fuck Erdogan, um, we would actually have a real fear that somebody might knock on our door and charge us with a crime. I mean, you said it, so you should still be worried about it. Well, the line is just police. different here. It's like, I mean, remember when uh, Kathy Griff- Griffin, she um, did the whole headless Trump decapitation thing? Yeah. And I think the CIA or FBI or somebody came to talk talk to secret her. Secret Service. Yeah, Secret Service came to talk Even to her. Even though she's on the left, that still went too far. Well, that's the thing. There, it, there, there is still a line here, but it, at least we can still say, yeah, this guy's a fucking senile ape. It's very different to say fuck Trump or fuck his policies or fuck what he's doing versus to um, insinuate a, a, a threat of physical violence. Yeah. You know? But in, in either case, either that or just saying, yeah... You know the hell with that guy. In a lot of other countries, that it wouldn't matter. You would get arrested all the same. Exactly. So. So, anyways. Yeah, you're right. That is right, something. So to now appreciate. that we've we've enjoyed and demonstrated our free speech for the people listening in other countries, like share <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> let's let's ex- exercise that right more so by discussing the hell is going on in um, the American executive branch this past weekend. I don't know. So do you want to recording this on Sunday, Friday? Yeah. The president just announced. I actually have his quote here, the way he said it. Oh, please. Um, We're going to be signing today and registering national emergency. And it's a great thing to do. (laughs) But it just bugged me that he said we're going to be signing today and registering national emergency, not a national emergency. Yeah. yeah. He's been doing that more and more. I've noticed that over the last couple of years, he just he leaves out prepositions and articles to work. That's the part that makes me think that uh, a big a big factor in this whole Trump thing is senility. It's got to be because like the, he really can't that's finish usually, a sentence. That's usually something that you work away from. My students who, where English isn't their first language, they learn how to use prepositions and articles and stuff in their writing and it's, in their it's speech. It's lazy They thinking, don't lose right? them. Yeah, they don't lose those skills. And what I see is that he he begins sentences that he can't end, so he'll like start a thought and yeah. then kind of just throw it away because he can feel that he won't be able to complete the thought. Yeah. And then he just kind of like diverts to a different thought. So when he's answering a question, yeah, it's, kind it's of like, like ping pong in his own head. Yes, it's like yeah. a balloon, like yeah. farting around, going like. That's <laughs> always been his speech style. It's <laughs> just stream of consciousness, whatever pops in his head. I think the problem is he doesn't remember where he started as much as he exactly. Used to. Yeah, yeah. Well, how old like, is he like now? He's. It's not like he used to be a very measured, like that's true. Uh, you know, soft spoken person, or like a very you know. Oh, I'm gonna get to my point, but I'm gonna set it up and couch it a certain way, like some speaker. Like he's always been off the cuff, stream of consciousness. Just the next thing that pops in his head, even if it's off topic. But it does seem even within the same sentence, he kind of loses his place. But he's and also. Just, oh, I could wrap it up. This he's way, also been know? feeding his brain. Big Macs for the last seventy years. That's yeah. got to take a toll. I mean, but well, I don't know about takes that. A toll too. Like, no, like, but that will age if, you faster. I feel like doesn't drink. Of course, though. that's true. Various things. <laughs> Yet again, <laughs> you could probably find some ways that drinking too much causes brain problems when you get older. But you could also say that, like, maybe if he were the type of person to have a few drinks at night. He would not also carry that other like insanity around with he him, also which doesn't, ages him faster. He doesn't sleep that much either. I think he said he only sleeps about five hours a yeah. night. Which I we, I think we were talking about he does this on look a previous tired all the time. Yeah, previous episode. How well, no, that's just because he's old. Yeah, you can see when he's but when that he will that will speed up your senility. When he's, when he's golfing, his face doesn't match his neck color. Like that's not what he looks like. His skin yeah. isn't normal. Yeah, that's that color. that's the first thing that really always threw me off about him is how are like middle 
geographically Americans. Being fooled by it? How are they being fooled by a guy who spray-painted tan? I, I feel like that would stand out, no? I, I wanted to make a, uh, speaking of his voters, like make a distinction between him and specifically what he's doing and people who voted for him because there were a wide array of reasons why people voted for Trump. And yeah, that's some true. of those have to do with like Trump worship, but a lot of them had to do with just like a fuck you vote, I think. And a, more and a, than, a lot of them had to do with just people rather have a Republican president. Enough of them voted for Obama twice. Enough of who? Enough oh, people of who, people who yeah. made Trump win. Like there was a, 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 a certain percentage of people who voted for Trump, voted for Obama twice. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, uh, but it's probably a bigger anybody, percent than people think. But who voted for Obama thinking, I bet he could keep the, like, you know, the dirty whoever's out better than the Republican can. Like you don't think that was part of the... The oh no, I do think that, it was part of it, but to say, um, like, well, he might be a, he might be the, the first black president or whatever, but you know, I think he'll be better at upholding my racist policies than the other guy. Well, that's what people well, like about Trump. There's definitely some right? racists who voted for Trump. Trump, Trump. I don't think Trump. Like people have been saying after this um, this Chicago um, supposed hate crime that it looks like might have been like a setup from the beginning. People are saying, like, to wear the Make America Great Again hat is equivalent to the white hood of the Ku Klux Klan. And that's Go like, on. what are you actually saying? Like, that's obviously, you're just, like, what are you, like, are you trying to make me just say, yes, you're right, that those two are identical, when, like, that's just a false thing to say. That's like saying a hurricane is the same thing as a thunderstorm. It's like, I guess are we, if are you we want, talking but about it's, total tons it's of damage. Or just like like categories of like a hurricane's clearly something different, although partly similar to a thunderstorm, you know? It's more similar than an egg sandwich. Yeah. That's no, but true. egg but sandwich is a hurricane. It's useful too. in that it's a good claim because I could tell <laughs> I could tell where you stand on things based on your response. Because if you go, yeah, it kinda is, or you go, that's crazy, absolutely not. Most of the time, you know, you could guess that person's politics based on. The I don't know. To I that. feel like anybody. Yeah, I've that's se- true. Anybody I've seen in a MAGA hat, I, I, I've talked to a few people, but I've seen way more who I haven't spoken to, just because you'll see them places once in a while. But whoa, whoa, there's people out there. Uh, the, the, Actually, very they, rarely you don't. Well, they call I've themselves seen humans. It like, I've seen it very I've rarely it. where people wear the hat. I've seen it. I think it's. Just, I've seen it on shirts too. It's just maybe they just it's they do, they do want to go to the post office without getting into a whole thing. No, so people, I I think that's why people often do wear that. I stuff, just, I'm though. just not seeing them. I guess. Come oh. at me, snowflakes. That's the attitude. Yeah. Well, I some think. people are that's looking for that. Attitude, I guess. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, what let's beer get are we drinking? Yeah, actual beers. emergency because. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, let's talk about what that means, national emergency, because you know, this is a democracy. Right, no beers. Which, no government, beers? Like, Johnny's just diving in. <laughs> Johnny's what? like, we don't have time to discuss what beers we're drinking. This is an emergency of democracy. Yeah, let's dive right in. We'll talk about beer later. Okay. All um, right, we're drinking beer, too, but we started with whiskey. All right, go on. Yeah, we mentioned the whiskey. All right, so uh, why do you hate democracy? No, so, so the whole point of any government system is how do you divide the power? And you want to do it so things are fair, but also so things don't fall apart. So monarchies are really dependent on the ruler. You have a good king, you can have a good 
kingdom, a peaceful reign. You have a bad king, a mad king, things get out of hand. So democracy is a direct response to that coming out of Europe, or modern democracy, is to divide the power up in a fair way. So we get Congress. I'm just really summing up American history here briefly. But But uh, it's it's worth to bring it back to such a simple, like, thing, because when you get into the weeds of the complicated, you have to have something simple, like, wait, what is this? Right. It's like Winston Churchill said, Johnny. Congress has two main jobs, right, is... They levy taxes, spend and, and levy and spend taxes and spend the money, and then they pass laws. Like that's pretty much their job. Uh, Can't they declare war? That would be like the laws they can pass would be war. Yeah, they don't seem to be necessary anymore for that. We've moved away from that. That was a 20th century thing towards the end of it, where presidents can just announce military actions. It started with Vietnam and. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, weird, it's, it's a weird it's, thing. We're yeah. technically still at war with Korea because that was an act of Congress. And it Shouldn't ended we get in a on truce that? or an armistice. It didn't actually end in a treaty ending hostilities. They've just been, like, they've just ceased or whatever. Uh, but, so, and whatever. So now Congress isn't starting wars, and now the president gets to decide where the money goes. So it, it's really scary. Like we're getting close to... Uncharted and there's been water, dictatorships waters, before waters. where the, yeah. there's been a Congress <laughs> or a Senate, <laughs> and they just don't... They're meaningless. Like, look at Rome. Caesar didn't disband the Senate. He just did. would go to them, they'd say something, he'd go, yeah, okay, I'm going to do what I want. That's what Erdogan does in Turkey. Yeah, he I still have the has the whole facade that's what, that's of, like, assembly. Yeah. But then he's like, you know what? Like, if the what the assembly voted for is something I want, great. Look, I'm so collaborative. But if he wants to just do something, he does it. And then people are like, right. but he's like, eh, jail. Yeah. And then eventually sure. people stop yeah. saying, wait, you shouldn't do that because it's like, eh, eh. Yeah. And they're like, eh, never oh, no, mind. Your eh has got higher. <laughs> I won't say so, it. Yeah, so we're exactly. So we're not really like a political cast by nature. And the only, and I, I just want, I, I'm just setting this all up because this isn't specifically like an anti wall, anti Trump policy stuff or anti conservative. Or, yeah. yeah, it's not about that. It's about like bypassing American systems to get what you want and how un American that is. That's the and pure that's signal why it here. It freaked yeah. me out to the point that I thought we needed to do an episode. The signal has little to do with Trump, has little to do with like left versus right. It just has to do with simply like there should be lines in various places, right? You can't drink until you're 21. That's a heuristic. It's a line that says it's impossible to know when a person hits maturity where they should be allowed to drink. So let's just draw a line in the sand and say this is the rule, right? And they did that with government because they know people will take advantage of power and 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 fuck with things. So if you draw a line and say you can't, for example, declare war, that's a really clear line. If you're invading another country, you need to get approval of Congress. But now we changed all the rules on that, and there are a lot of unknowns. You know, can you invade Syria or Iran without Congress's approval? Well, I don't know. What if you just do it? Who's well, there, gonna, what's that? There's happen? also so many more options too, as in some of the military intervention that we do. It's like, oh, we just showed up with planes and bombed a bunch of shit. We well, never sent in ground troops. You hear like, oh, there aren't going to be troops. Like, that's not war. Yeah, there aren't going to be troops on the ground, so it doesn't count. It's tactical. But it's like, yeah, you can do surgical. A, yeah, you can do plenty of damage, or and even more damage in many cases by using especially now other with forces, like the technology you know? of weapons we have. Well, that's what I mean. Like, what happens when there is a space force or drones? You know, and you can just say, oh yeah, just kind of point the uh, laser that well, way. I, right. I think that's yeah. how they managed to get away with not needing Congress to pass an act of war because it used to be, and I think we should go to Tommy for this a little bit. He's talking history now. Uh, 
is you know society used to mobilize for warfare. Actually, you know, you look at beer. all of history, um, <laughs> like even modern history, like World War II. Americans, Amer- the whole American economy restructured for the war effort. So people knew like war meant that. Like even if you didn't go to war, it affected you. Even if you were on the winning side and you stayed home, like it it, it was it was it was a very serious thing. And we've turned into this thing where it's just kind of something that happens out of sight, out of mind. Um, like you know, we have a huge standing army compared to other yeah. armies. And you know why? Do you really notice that at home? Like, how, does it affect your daily life? When we what invaded Iraq, did it affect your availability of produce or where you could go or what you could? Not yeah. really, except you couldn't really go to Iraq. So it, that's why it, they kind of well, got was, away with. Wasn't it. that a? I, I don't think it was after the Iraq War, but it was after nine eleven. I think and before the Iraq War, how mm, Bush's after whole nine eleven. Bush's whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I always, like, I always wait for people to say things, and I go, "Oh, that after nine eleven, like." But you said after nine eleven, I was like, "Huh, after nine 11 <laughs> But remember, Bush's yeah. thing was, uh, "Oh, the best thing you can do is just shop. It's the it's the Christmas season. Just keep keep the economy chugging along." And that's a disturbing yeah. way to, as you point out, that I mean, I have these um, fridge magnets downstairs and these old postcards uh, of World War Two like recommendations of stop eating so much bread because that's a waste of calories that could be going to the troops and all these conservative measures of just, Oh, there's scarcity all of a sudden because we're in a yeah, total they, war. Especially you have to give England, up stuff they, they, as well as they, your family. And you want to. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to, because and you should want let's say to say like world war two, for example, it had a clear, like it was an ideological battle. Good, good between versus evil. What feels like good versus evil, and of yeah. course the Germans war. probably like, had had enough brainwashing in their own society to think in those terms too. I wonder if they thought that they were also kind of evil and were like, but we're badass. Well, evil. there were probably some you know? evil actors that that enjoyed it, but like you can make evil things righteous in your own mind. You know, like you can you can. Well, the, the other problem is a war of attrition. Like it's a you have to just defeat the enemy's ability to wage war. And if the whole society is is mobilized for warfare, it means you have to destroy that society. Like that's why Hitler was ready to just burn London because he's like, there's no other way to take England other besides destroying it. Exactly, and uh, that's not great. I, Johnny, you know, it's not have, ideal. Have you ever seen the show The Americans? Uh, no. It's I really, know it's about roughly. It's about it, like uh, Cold War spies and shit. Yeah, right? so like these these um, Soviet like KGB spies that are so, such deep cover that they're they're like, um, the, you know, they're here since like they're age twenty and they get married and they have kids and they make a family like and that late like the NRA girl. It was called Directorate S, I think. Do you know who I'm talking about? Which girl? She she was like some she was like some lobbyist for the NRA or she was trying to get in with some lobbyists people from the NRA and it turned out she was a Russian asset. Oh, she's, she's I heard jail. about that. It's, yeah. it's like an ongoing thing, but they tried to infiltrate the NRA because it's a big lobbying group. I think I heard about that. Makes sense. Currently ongoing court. Tra- they want to sow discord. So, so this show was really showing a the, the show the Americans highly recommend it. It was showing like that. Even these people who are living here and making friends here, that the way they keep their ties to Mother Russia, like one of the one of the actors, he was like talking to a girl and and she like accused him of something sexist. And he was like, love, I'm not sexist. You know, like I worship I worship Mother Russia above all else. You know, is that what he said? Yeah. And that's weird. And it's like in the in the in the moments where they have to do crazy things like murder somebody that they have been sleeping with and like fell in love with even partially, they they still 
can murder somebody for, for Mother, Mother Russia. Russia. And when they dig into like the whys of that, they have their reasons. They 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 look at the capitalist system that they're living in in yeah, DC in this case. And is Russia like, that great? It's cold. No, I mean it's horrible, right? But they're showing well, that 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 people have <laughs> have loyalty to the point where they will die for a cause for something that isn't even true. Like yeah, like, like they like thought Russia the system we're coming cold. from is is perfect, and we need to spread that perfection everywhere. You know, you don't think army soldiers? Uh, I shouldn't say this. You don't think soldiers fighting for a capitalist nation feel the same way? Oh, I I think they totally do. But they definitely I mean, do, think yeah. CIA spies going and disrupting other countries and stuff are like. Yeah, America's the best. We got it figured out. Well, These the, people the are question ruin it the question is not choke this um, guy out with a you know extension yeah, cord right now. The question is not do people like um, have emotions and feelings towards like I gotta rape this clown and I gotta eat him. Jesus I've been Christ! Told I'm a CIA handler, and my uh, the, the director <laughs> of my escalated. department said I have to do it. He's, I can't ask why. I do it for my country. Well, so would you do that clown? That's and the kind of would you would you do that, that if you were a CIA agent and you got the memo? On your iPhone, and it was no. Just, and it in just fact, said, I think that it's one of those things. After you think you've became a CIA agent and you've been in the field for a year, that's when your first real test is. Where they're like, "All right, go rape that clown." And if you say no, like I can't do that, <laughs> then a, they're like, "We know that's, that's why." The final, you're, that's such a weird the example. Final exam. It's like most gang initiations are like go to the mall and like stab somebody in red or like. Well, the famous one is the dog one. Uh, Boys from Brazil. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's like they they clone Hitler. Uh, spoiler alert! But they take a bunch of Hitler clones and they raise <laughs> like them you up. Say, this voice spoiler story. alert! After you say they clone Hitler, <laughs> yeah, they raise him. Yes, oops, they raise him in this uh, in this like boys' school. But they're trying to create like the next great Hitler. Like they're trying to find someone that can lead the masses again. And uh, so each kid gets a boy. Uh, uh, each boy gets a uh, dog, and they have to like take care of the dog throughout all their other training. Is it a German and Shepherd? And then at the end, you have to kill the dog. And if you're did not Hitler kill to take his dog? orders to kill the dog, then you clearly can't. Wait, when did them. Hitler murder his movies. dog? It's like a spy training thing. It's like, all right, yeah, through the six week training or six month training, like you get a puppy. And then at the end of the training, oh, they, they want to see if you're puppy. cold enough to do it. Yeah, as your gotcha. last test. Like you say so you're So they're saying they let you bond with the puppy and then yeah, they but, ask you to kill it yeah, to but prove that. Shouldn't you have to do exactly what Hitler did, though? Did he, well, no, did he, he kill a dog? They're trying to make super Hitler, they're trying to make better Hitler. I'm not going to go there. Because there's a resistance to Hitler now, so they got to overcome that. A resistance to Hitler? You mean just the 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 planet Earth? It's like an 80s movie or something. I don't know. Oh, weird. So I'm I'm the Chinese (laughs) official who has just showed up, and I'm going to fix this rail slip. (laughs) (laughs) If Um, you don't know what a rail slip is, go back and listen to our last 42 episodes. If I fix the rail slip, I mean, I'm going to slip you past a random thing that happened to me today, because I went to the gym, and I was watching videos on this emergency signing, and I was on the elliptical. And I was going to do another 10 minutes and finish this video. Some guy fucking gets on the elliptical right next to mine. There were plenty of open ones. And he oh goes boy. to the one right next to mine. Oh boy. And then he farts to the degree which he it, it, it was like. Vibrations were felt. It was like he shit his pants, like that level of smell. And I was in like a particularly like, like sprinting part, like getting my heart rate really up there. <laughs> and so the first breath that I drew in of the fart was like a full on like face swath oh and i just left the gym <laughs> you just got off i was so furious i didn't I was, even get I was my like stuff. i'm more I angry about shorts, this fart than there. about trump that's why i switched from uh from planet fitness i'm out <laughs> dude it's rough scene there bro. i know i i switched Jeez. gyms i was like i can't no, do this see, that's why i just anyway. go at three in the morning when there's one other guy there yeah but that guy's gonna be 3 a.m farty do you really want to deal with that 
No, I mean he's nice. He Better just has a Sunday lot of face 10 a.m. party. Okay, he's say nice he's guy. nice like there is actually one farty guy there at 3 a.m. This guy had yeah. that like 10 a.m. egg cool, sandwich dude. farty quality. Well, on a Sunday, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know that dad egg sandwich fart quality? <laughs> That's what we used to say as kids that dad farts always smelled like egg sandwiches. But because like, they were, like probably. Three day old egg yeah. sandwiches. Because <laughs> that's what they were. It took that long. <laughs> when you have 45 year old dad bod, that's going to happen. Like, what kind of farts do you think Trump has with all those Big Macs that he eats? You know, I, I'm surprised that that hasn't leaked yet with all the, the I think leaks some coming of his out health of his things office. Have leaked. Like, they've clearly tried to cover part. up part of his health. Like, like I think. Um, well, isn't he, he in the category pants. of obese if any now? Leakage, it'll absorb it. Because if you count how many inches tall he hasn't actually grown since he's gotten into office, and he, how much weight he's gained, and how much weight he's gained, I, it, somebody. Is, All right, no, I, mean, I just saw it as like a random we're headline. About how fat he is, he is. turning into e news. Let's take it back to the actual goddamn national emergency. <laughs> no, but Johnny, happening. it comes back to the point that he's a liar. All right, Johnny, uh, take us back on the rail. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chinese um, official. I mean, if anyone watched, so he declared this. Is a two-parter. He signed a bill reopening the government and funding it, and right. then he he just decided, well, I didn't get what I want, so I'm going to reopen the government, give in, not use the shutdown thing to get my money, and then I'm just going to turn around and declare an emergency to get the money anyways, which is not what that is really in place for. Uh, it, it clearly, the, with the national emergencies, the list of them that I read beforehand. There's only like 50 or 60. There's but none of them seem anywhere close to like what he's using it for. They're all, they're mostly to like cut off foreign funds and stuff to these weird like or or to respond to something that you have to quickly like obama did it with the ebola thing like you can't really wait for the next session of congress like it's a virus it's a contagion like you got to address that isn't that isn't that trump's argument yeah he's that there's an invasion of crime but no it it really is his argument right trump trump has conflicting arguments because look there's a two-part game going on it's one should the executive branch have this ability of emergency power, and is that necessary? Probably. I'm going to say I don't know, but probably in some cases. Uh, yeah. Now, the question it's, is, it's, is this particular thing that he's talking about an emergency? Clearly not. And it's clearly not an emergency. There's no yeah. emerging quality to it. It's a, a thing that's always happened in... in as far as I understand, is going down generally. Like, and as far as I understand, a wall literally isn't going to have a, a yeah. So there's a couple a of net, things like effect in terms. If it of were what's to be called done. an emergency, you would have to prove that that whatever the statistics are of people crossing the border, it's spiking up in a way that's so increasing that we don't know what will happen and what we, we like there's this emergency energy yeah. to it and like cities are being taken over on the border something like yeah, that. yeah. it would be it, w- it would be an emergency so you could launch troops within the united states to man the border yeah like it would be right. like well i can't send troops to american cities to take like american cities that's not legal like or you know so we agree my that- own country but if i'm putting them along the border to 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 protect against an, yeah because like people like could, actually went not, and attacked it's not that El Paso. Big of a problem that we need to send our army to the border so do we agree that that um he's clearly tongue-in-cheeking like yeah this is an emergency right yeah yeah now, i feel like he's a ceo who looked at the company bylaws and is like what can i use to get what i want well it's i right I found a loophole like i don't care it's like it's it, the fact that he's able to do it i don't think he really understands the implications of doing it. Having said that, you can know? I read this Nancy Pelosi quote? Oh, or as I like to call her, Nancy. So, <laughs> is it going to be about the in, guns? In this sort of like, yeah, political hypocrisy like <laughs> yeah. card is a very easy card to play in a political debate. Someone says something about um, Trump, and you say, "Oh, well, did you also criticize that about Obama?" 
I'm sometimes bored by that because I'm like, let's just talk about what the actual thing in front of us is, not like, would you have said if this, but you know. Well, would you say that if I had brought it up? Exactly. Well, would so, you say it if I said that he had brought it up? But just to would give you, you an idea that have? nobody that I can s- tell on the left has has even just very honestly and like uh, in an unbiased way criticized what Trump's doing. It's very simple, but this is a Nancy Pelosi quote, and I'm just like, oh, so... Basically, she's saying, I agree with this move if it's for my politics, because she said in talking about gun violence, that's a national emergency. Why don't you declare that an emergency, Mr. President? I wish you would, unquote. Because that's that's what they'll do now. I know, but she, she's basically saying she agrees with Trump. She just disagrees with his opinion about immigration. I don't she's know. not saying, I disagree no, with this misuse of constitutional power. It's more political than that. She's saying, if that's how you're going to play it, then that's how we are going to play it, too, because that's the new rule. Like, all right, if you do it with that, I'm going to do it with this. But she's not saying we're going to do it with this. She's saying you should. That's a very planned statement, because some moderate Republicans have said that same thing. Like, don't do that. Even the ones that want the wall say, don't do it, because... They're just going to use it on healthcare or global yeah. warming or something. We also differ on ideologically, and we should fight out. Well, Bernie Bernie Sanders know, already did Congress. that too. He he already. I saw. It might have even just been a Facebook post, but it was all and about. What, it was all about how. Oh, you think this is a national emergency? Then what about healthcare? What about gun violence? What about so, environmental? Yeah. And now, cata- what what does the word right emergency now? mean? Well, that's the problem because it's then. like clearly, as you were saying earlier, this this whole. Um, act of being able to declare a national emergency and it only goes back like 50 60 years i think but it had clearly specific purposes if you look at the list of the acts or it should have essentially and but the problem with that is that it also seems pretty broadly defined so it was kind of followed in the spirit of its own inaction of how it was being used like that was sort of seemed like the definition of what the extent of those powers were supposed to be but there was no actual or there's no clear enough definition where yeah if he does it i mean is he going to be able to actually do this now before they're able to sue him and stop him i don't know how long that actually takes in terms of a counter to something like this right because he can start doing stuff right away in terms of moving money and funds a permanent like it's going to take a decade to get a wall built at least right even uh, with twenty billion dollars, not just five, like it, it's going to take. Well, time. it's eight, I think now, right? Build roads and pour cement. I think he's he's gonna. He said he's gonna steal like eight dollars, eight billion dollars now, which is funny because he was originally down to like five or six, I think, or at some point. But now that he's just stealing it, kind of. Well, yeah. he's taking it. Make it more. He's taking Make it, it from like the military, and somebody at this press conference asked him, like, "Well, what about that money that that you?" have previously said is so needed in the military that now you're going to take from that budget. Did he and accuse Obama of gutting the military? Like, isn't that exactly what he's doing? Well, yeah. And then, and his answer to that was, I, I um, was trying to make I, a I did clip a what of about, it, but I, I, I didn't um, end up finishing. Uh, it was basically like this weirdly like circular thing where he both said the military needs more money and I'll give it to them and also said I'm taking it from them because some generals and let me tell you I'm not going to go into specifics but they tell me that that um the they money needs the to money. go down there and and then you're like wait what you know yeah. cuz he you just said both things and and I I think I so think I figured we get out bogged down in huh? the, oh go ahead finish your point sorry I was going to say I think I figured out Trump's method of 
getting through those press conferences lying is this concept of signal to noise like the signal is the pattern that emerges out of something and the noise is the randomness he fills his answers with so much noise that you you can't even get a signal and you don't even know where to start in terms do- of like he also doesn't say anything like you that point that you just made but the funny thing about quote uh trump is that you can pretty much quote him without actually knowing what he said because he never actually says much more as you and point, he can always point out about oh some general it. told me i'm not going to name names yeah he can just make you that have, up you got no information out of that statement yeah, yeah. he might as well have just not said it yeah. i've had a few generals well, blah 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 you know that's before at least we get because uh, i want to cover the specifics of this emergency and how weird it is yeah and who knows what else he's going to do with it uh but well, like, yeah. just, the, just the idea when I said he doesn't understand the implications is I think about you said Bernie already said something, Nancy. What happens if this doesn't get knocked down by the courts? And then, okay, and that's just how it is. And then the next presidential election, people are campaigning on the different emergencies they're going to declare. Right. Like, what happens when our campaigns just become or about our elections become campaigning about all the different uh, like when I get in charge, I'll, you know unilaterally take care of this problem this way, and then they may or may not do it that way. Like it's, or, it's not a good way to do it. Well, they the don't even have to promise it. Dictators is they People promise will know that they can no just do it now, Isn't it so obvious that when you're taking power for yourself, you should ask the question, do I want this power in the wrong hands? And if you say no, then you shouldn't take that power yourself when it comes to government. Right. But like people like Trump, when they're doing this, you know, there's the interpretation of Trump that's out there, and Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, is this, like, famous guy on the... He's not even, like, necessarily on the right, per se. He's not, like, a Ben Shapiro that's just kind of spouting clearly conservative ideas. But he he's, he, he's very into the idea that Trump is a genius manipulator <laughs> and that everything he does is an, an extreme calculation. I think he is a manipulator. I think he's definitely a manipulator, but he's yeah. not a genius manipulator. No. And the way I see Trump manipulating... He's a very stable are you the president, manipulator. Luke? I'm sorry, are you the president right now? No, and that's a fair point, but enacted? I, I well, no, that's why I think he, I, that's why I think he's a good manipulator. If I, if, if I decided to start manipulating, I'd be president by 2040. Yeah, that's what really? you'd be. No, 20... I, I could never be president. Is there even a presidential yeah, election? I couldn't do that. I couldn't do There's it. There's too much audio already, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Never if, mind, like, the if stuff you're a manipulator, on hard drives could, that haven't yeah, been released on a you podcast. Can, you can work that to your advantage <laughs> if you're a master <laughs> manipulator, though. Anything they, they play, you should be there, able to spin it. There's something called the Thunk Tank beta episodes. It's a folder on our Google Drive. Why would drive. you tell them? Why would you tell them? Now they know where to find it. If they want to hack <laughs> no, it's not, like, public, but, I mean, if, if you want to hack jo- us, Johnny, Johnny, we'd be happy to be at this point, Yeah, at this point, Luke can't backtrack if <laughs> he wants to become president. He's got to go... No, he's got to lean in. I'm never taking anything back. No. That's my, that's See, my new and that's, that's what Trump would do. from being president? Huh? This is a prophylactic leak to keep you from being president? Like, you, you want to rule it out just so you can't abuse power because you know you'd be a terrible... Uh, dictator. I, I, I think I think I wouldn't be a dictator. I would just I would have trouble uh, balancing mm. it. Probably I don't I think, think I could Luke handle would be it. A dictator. It would be. It would just. I be can so barely much. handle when it's like laundry day. Do you want to, <laughs> uh, Did you ever see the episode of comedians in cars getting coffee with Obama? Um, I guess I saw like a yeah. clip of it, but not. It, I didn't watch the it's, whole thing. It's really great because it's a great example of. I really like what Jerry Seinfeld tries to do in that because he tries to have a normal conversation with him, relatively speaking. And both of them kind of reflecting upon how weird it is that so many people know who they are and they're so famous and they are so influential, but not in like a, oh, we're better than everybody way. It's just kind of like, isn't that weird? 
And he asks him at one point, he says, uh, Jerry says to him, yeah, so when you meet... You an- can't have a normal when, life. Yeah, when you meet yeah. another world leader and you're just looking, staring into the, their crazy eyes, does it just cross your mind? This guy's just, he's not even there anymore. The lights aren't on. And Obama laughs because he, and he goes, yeah, he's like, you see that sometimes. And it's clearly what he deals with when he when he m- would meet these people who have been in power I'm, for 40, 50 question. years, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and he says, because Jerry asks him, like, isn't that like probably true? And Obama says, yeah, well, the thing about absolute power is, you know, you're you're in office for 40 years and then, you know, you wake up and your feet hurt and you can't pee and you're just kind of angry all the time. Oh <laughs> and I'm God. like, so he he definitely got it, like, of, of how even just eight years of doing that, he, he, I think he was done. Like, I don't think he would have, even if he could have ran for another term, like, would have wanted to because he talked about how, yeah, it's like I exhausting. think he's the perfect um, example as a president of showcasing the fact that Take a good man, and not even a good man can do that job with some moral perfection. Yeah, you, you're not going to do it perfectly. Okay, yeah. all these drone attacks. Obama had like more drone yeah. attacks than any other president. Well, he all was that he shit. was the he was how the many, one who really how much collateral damage. He was the one who really uh, ramped it up. The, the exactly. Whole drone program, I mean, yeah. but it's like he, he what ran if he on thought... transparency, and then a lot, lot of whistleblowers got prosecuted. Well, I, I no, no, I, I'm not. I mean, like, besides all the negatives, I'm just trying to say, like, I bet if you were to have an artificial at- intelligence try to figure out the best paths yeah. forward of how to navigate that job, yeah, like if you have a job as like manager of a CVS, there are going to be some rough points where like someone you hire shows you, up drunk or something. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, and, but, and you're gonna realize, oh, that was a big mistake. Should not have hired him. Right, but as the president, you yeah. have to make decisions. Not do I hire this person who who's a convict, but they seem like an honest person. They just gonna they're gonna be like a stalker of the shelves yeah. or something. But at least Obama clearly that's read. When read you're like, yeah, he clearly read the constitution. I am Lothar, he stalker law of shelves, because he studied law. Whereas <laughs> Trump, what has Trump studied about the U.S. government? What does he actually know about it? Well, so, so it's like it's, I'm not even sure he understands it's Trump's disrespect of the process. He doesn't. That's he doesn't. Most disturbing. He doesn't right? know the Bill of Rights. I guarantee you, he doesn't on. know. If you gave him a quiz of the Bill of Rights, he would fail miserably. I would bet all my I money. Think it's, but it's it's and that's it's not more, much. Joe, Joe, you nailed it already in your Seinfeld story. It's that he's been doing this for too long. He's been yeah. an executive for a company. That he yeah. owns, which it makes you that you're a dictator. So he's had people scurrying and running yes, around and, and just like that I want to do this, figure it same. out. We're yeah. doing this, whether it makes sense my or guys. not. Can I do it? He's had his lawyers. Can I or can I? Not should I? That's not the question. Yeah, that's a so great point. So he's been in that position yeah. of power for for like he said for forty years. Now his feet hurts and he sees stuff on Fox News that makes him angry. So he just tweets about it. Like he can't. He can't help but be like this because this is him. This is just how he's yeah. lived his life for too long. And he's he can't he's, pivot to he's being older like a presidential and type. Less, like when he was younger, if you watch his speeches, there is an amount. I won't say the word eloquence, but like there's a a, a fluency to his speech. There's a the, hmm. there was even like a, a softness I, I, to it. Yeah, I would want to listen to that because now that you mention I, I'll, it, like, I'll actually I, find it on YouTube and, and yeah, play I it haven't in a heard I haven't heard many clips of that. him. You know, going back many years now. Everything I've heard him speak of is in the last like ten years, the last decade or so, because that's that's sort of when he first started. I mean, he was talking about getting involved in politics. I think going back that long ago. I just want to give you some 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 staggeringly odd quotes from the early on in the speech too, just because it's hard to sit through all fifty minutes. So these are some early. This is like six minutes in, and he's talking about his El Paso rally that he just had on the border there. <laughs> yeah, trying, that's right. Forgot about he that. He goes, I, I asked them. 
Let me ask you the as a crowd. Hold on, this is direct quotes. I'm not paraphrasing. I just that's the best part. Yeah, just read them like like you're trying to read a real sentence. I asked them. Let me ask you the as a crowd. When the wall went up, was it better? You were there, some of you. It was not only better; it was like a hundred percent better. You know what they did. So there's actually a lot there. I've read that a bunch of times now. It's like poetry. <laughs> yeah, it's Let kind me of ask like reading you the uh, as a crowd. He asks, yeah, Jesus academics, right? He, he he asks a cheering oh like mob, basically. <laughs> what do you guys think? You think this? Okay, like literally mob rule, mob mentality. Like he's that's how he's making his. Yeah, weren't they attacking the BBC hand. there? This is him telling the story of yeah, I riled this crowd up and I got them to agree with me on something. So that's you know that means the wall's good. But and then he says, you know what they did. Like, I don't know if that's saying, like, you know what they were doing before the wall went up or you know how good of a job they like. He, he says things vague like that. So you're like, was that racist? Was that xenophobic? Was that just bad grammar? <laughs> it's really hard to pin down. And, and it's the noise thing. You can pick out yeah, any signal. So you much want. noise, no signal. So he can talk to his, I hate when they use the term dog whistle, but he's really good at that. Talking to his base by talking past nor like regular, his, not his base. Well, there's uh, in, in any one of his little thought farts, there's going to be something that his base will recognize yeah. and respond to and go, yeah. And, and, and here's, here's just another great example of how he's just out of touch. He goes, you can't talk about human trafficking, which I think is that part of that uh, confrontation with the reporter. Uh, is the argument is that they come through ports of entry which means they come on ships, they come on planes, they come on boats. They don't run across a desert because that's the hardest way to come across generally. Uh, yeah, so they just take a plane and then just don't go they back. Just, they, yeah, they put them on a plane and say, oh, we have your brother, we're going to kill him if you don't report to this place in Atlanta or wherever when you get off the plane. And they just, you know, you don't want to get killed, so you do it. Uh, so, so you can't take human traffic, women and girls. You can't take them through ports of entry. You can't have them tied up in the back of a car or a truck or a van because that matters. That, that was me paraphrasing. Sorry. Uh, I should stick to his quotes so you know that what's his. Uh, can't have them tied up in the back of a car or a truck or a van. They open the door and look. They can't see three women with tape on their mouth or three women whose hands are tied. They go through areas that have no wall. Everyone knows that. Uh-oh. Looks like we lost our Skype call. That's how. That's how. That's how uh, rough this episode has been. We uh, can't even keep a signal, or who knows? Maybe this is the them shutting us down. Trying to keep, the man is trying to keep us down, man. You know, oh, they Johnny, just can't you're back. help themselves, man. Hey, has he been talking this whole time? I, I saw it went down, so I just I pivoted. I filled okay. the space. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear any of that last speech? No, not, not at all. Not much of it. it. It cut out. All right. So you can't take... Let's start over. You can't take human traffic, women and girls. You can't take them through ports of entry. You can't have them tied up in a back of a car or a truck or a van. They open the door and look. They can't see three women with tape on their mouths and three women whose hands are tied. They go through areas that Why have no numbers? walls. Everyone knows that. Nancy knows it. Chuck knows it. They all know it. It's all a big lie. It's a big con game. So what does that have to do with the This is the Hollywood-esque, like, so removed. This guy, you know, he. I'm sorry, but he grew up rich. He grew up. He's, he never worked in a mailroom of any company. He's always been a director or CEO of yeah. something. So clearly he doesn't know how it works. He thinks, oh, yeah, 
you would just run away if they don't tie your hands together. There's so many ways to coerce human beings that are self-interested in their own survival. But what does like that have to do with the, the wall? The human trafficking is way more pervasive than just, yeah, we, we threw a bag over her head and she woke up in another state. Also, as far Not, as I understand I'm it, so most confused. drugs come in through ports of entry. I would say more so than if you put up a wall in the desert, it's easier to go through a port of entry. So right? Well, here's my other thing I was wondering is if, let's say the wall gets built and it works and he's got a 3,000 But what does that mean, work? That, work to it, do work, what? Nothing gets, nothing gets through. They figure out the tunnel the problem, which wall. they can't. Like, the perfect wall, okay. Yeah. The perfect yeah. wall yeah. gets magic built, wall. right? Because like, you could have the version yeah, of this I argument see. with okay. the conception of the perfect yeah, wall. I, I leave all the wall problems aside. Let's just yeah. talk about... The wall is a concept. So hold on. Let me just say, there's a perfect wall, right? No more drugs can come across that border. Now, if you're making billions of dollars a year shipping drugs in, wouldn't you just buy a ship full of shipping containers and ship it up to Canada and then come in through that border? Wouldn't we just have to build a giant wall there and giant seawalls? Like, it, the profit motive is still well, Johnny, there. Well, the seawalls People will come People are going to just go around. You're not what? getting this. The seawalls will come. We have to do seawalls. <laughs> that That's what I'm saying. You'd have to wall the entire country. I want to put a that? wall around the moon, too. That's what I'm going to run on in 2040. <laughs> and you'll be able <laughs> to do it when you win with emergency powers. <laughs> And right the, now, there are no force. walls on the moon. Yeah. I just need to find, like, the Rick and Morty, like, duo. Like, if you can That's find the great a thing about oh, the moon. Like, in real life. Yeah. yeah. To actually, That's like, what's get, great about the moon, that you only need to build one wall until it fit, runs into itself, and then, boom, yeah. the whole thing's walled He's off. like, well, if you make That's the wall true, yeah. of, like, this uh, special element, eh, it'll just keep growing. <laughs> yeah. You got to get one of those growing walls, Morty. Self-sustition. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you don't, if you're listening to us and you don't watch Rick and Morty, please watch that show. It's amazing. Give it a chance. It's pretty Oh, my great. God. I've been re-watching it. It's so fucking amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, layers. If you, don't, if you don't like it, also, you probably don't like us, so it'll save us all a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are some correlative factors here where if you if you don't like something that we say or really like something that we say, it will it will continue to work one way or the other, most yeah. likely. Yeah. So but I like that 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 speech was almost an hour of just paragraphs. I like couldn't that. listen to the whole. I thing. almost I almost watched other. all of it. Because, I tried. I couldn't do uh, it. Johnny, you had texted us I Thursday try, night, and you're like, "Can we do an episode tomorrow if Trump does this thing?" And um, now it's a, a two days later. But I I uh, had it in my mind, and when it popped in my phone, I was like, "Let me just start watching it." And I was in bed. And I realized I haven't watched a Trump press conference in about a year and a half. Oh, really? That long? I yeah. don't have cable. I very rarely like find it. I, I've already he doesn't dis- do he, he doesn't do that. He wasn't doing that many. He was using Sarah Sanders and yeah. Twitter for fair a while. enough. I just and mean I, really I haven't been tracking now, it. He, I think his his rambling has gotten worse. And although there's it's all definitely these constitutional worse. problems, it's, you could say it's absolutely absolutely gotten I, worse. Yeah. I, the the thing that most offended me was that that we think he's a sane human. So let me let me just play the the uh, <laughs> CNN clip from the press conference so you can like hear. I it, it's it's rambling. It's yeah. it's it's, it's insanity, dude. It's like he's not even being evil. He, you know, he's just being like partly random. I think it's what you're seeing is is the breakdown of a person in yeah. terms of just their cognitive abilities. It seems pretty clear to me. I don't know how this isn't freaking more people out than, well, than we're it not is. doctors, so no one cares. I don't know. Do, I know. I know. Uh, like some doctors and like anybody like in the medical profession who hears him speak. They say to me, they're like, yeah, this isn't yeah. how you should normally I, sound. I, I didn't end up finding the young, the, the Trump speaking while young, but he, 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 wa- I almost want to say the clip I remember seeing 
I'm, I'm almost wanting to say eloquent, but not quite eloquent. No, but I know you he mean. Had a but also in to comparison to how he speaks now, uh, pretty much anything that he used to say probably sounds eloquent. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It was it was more the contrast probably. Anyway, yeah. this is um, the CNN guy. Is he asked like maybe um, a forty-five second? I'm sorry, long you question. you are fake news. Sit down. Well, he picked on the CNN guy and like was oh, kind of <laughs> insinuating that. Didn't he say, "Here we go"? Here we go. Yeah. And the, so the CNN guy um, was basically stating like, oh, like the stats that you used in your speech just now were not true. Wait, just play it. Um, no, no, this is not the part I oh, included because okay. that, that got kind of long. Oh, okay. But the fact is like Trump just put a lot of fake statistics in his speech yeah, too. Right. Because why wouldn't you? Because why not just ramble and say oh, hold fake on, things? Hold on. Yeah, I, I have one right here. So I said the, he goes, wall, the wall works 100%. Literally the next line, he goes, take a look at Israel. They're building another wall. Their wall is 99.9% effective, they tell me. 99.9%. That's what it would be with us too. The only weakness. Is, so he says 100% in the next sentence changes his own arbitrary number by point one. Oh, it's just a colloquial like, saying, Johnny. It's like, what? He's really good. Yeah, Johnny, you unstable <laughs> genius, you. Like he's like, well, that so it sounds like he gave multiple numbers, you know, point nine. That sounds real. Like, oh, they did a real study and accounted for the error or something. It's right. like, it's like, no, they were just smarter than you to say, oh, actually, nothing's a hundred percent, but it's ninety nine point nine percent effective. Whatever that means when you say effective, right. like I'm not even sure what that means either. But so here's him um, telling the CNN guy, like, you know, stop it, stop it, you're done, you're done, like fake news. Loser. Look at our federal prisons. I believe I believe in facts and statistics. Okay, and data, any more? Quick, let's go. Let me just ask you this. What do you say to your critics who say that you are creating a national emergency, that you're concocting a national emergency here in order to get your wall because I, I you couldn't get it through other ways? Moms, what do you think? Do you think I'm creating something? Ask these incredible oh. women who lost their daughters and their sons. Okay? Because your question is... A very political question, because you have an agenda. You're CNN. You're fake news. You have an agenda. Uh, the numbers that you gave are wrong. Take a look at our federal prison population. See how many of them, percentage-wise, are illegal aliens. Just see. Go ahead and see. It's a fake question. Yes, it's go ahead. It's a fake question. So that's scary for a few on a different a few different levels. Well, he just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes, I believe in facts. He goes, I'm not interested in those things. Like, just finish up what you're saying. Jesus. Yeah, he was kind of like bored with that angle. <laughs> yeah. But so the angel moms, if you listen to the whole speech, he brings them up a few times. And it's a group of, uh, I think, moms that like kids or husbands died from like from illegal immigration related like illegal immigrants killed their family member. So that's a real problem. I don't know if it's a national, uh, you know, and uh, epidemic. People die from vending machines falling on them. I mean, if you put their, the families right, right, of those right. victims in the room and we're trying to talk about vending machine safety, that's kind of a cheap trick. So he immediately just goes, <laughs> he goes, you, you're creating a national emergency. And he was like, oh, I got him. He's like, you tell the victims that I paraded out here as a prop. And you can and hear in the, the background speech, that he even, woman. He even says, he's like, oh, talking to an angel mom, stand up. And like like he did in his State of the Union before when he like invited the wife of the dead soldier was like stand up and everyone had to clap for her for five minutes. It's like he he loves to do that to try to put a human face to these issues that Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's parading something well, around he, for, he, for he, his agenda. He, yeah. He, he's not unaware of how useful it is to to um you know 
speak to the humanity in people and get their emotional but it's so appeal. funny to me that it's so clear that he when he figured that out or whoever he was working with he said yeah yeah get some of them that will be good like he yeah, wasn't he thinking about it as, products that as like use, oh probably. this is going to be you know this is like we need to do this and like you know these poor people have suffered and we should really showcase yeah. their suffering to really you know make people understand he he was clearly think it's thinking or said yeah yeah, yeah that'll be good yeah we'll get he, some of them he says he goes I met a new one there's new ones with us he goes they've new been with ones. me yeah, since there before you go. my campaign and he said there's a new one here <laughs> a new and, one and he made her stand up he said stand oh. up he's like her husband just died in Maryland or something and she's like, and now uh, they, their kids don't have a dad to come home to him. I said, oh, that's too bad. Too bad. God. Like, that's his connection to the average. That's human. what I mean. Yeah, there's like, not an actual connection of human emotion. I, oh, your just, husband was killed horribly? So that's level, too bad. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. But I can see that if I really agreed with him, I could believe it. I oh, absolutely. Can, I can yeah, that. yeah that, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, he can easily works, spin yeah. that to... Like yeah, I'm those not, are real people. I'm not there. sure what will happen in 2020. Let's put it that way. 2020 is such a wild card right now. I mean, there's so many candidates who very. I mean, I think there's so many people right now who have as likely a chance to wind up running. There's nobody that I can see who's a real, like, clear front runner that stands out to me. Here's the so problem. like I have no idea I'm where that's going to go. Definitely more right critical now. of people on the left because like if I were to ever. Um, compare them to criticizing a, a, a candidate on the right, I'd have to be honest to say, well, I was never really considering voting for Trump. So, yeah. so like my criticism of Hillary was a little bit more vicious because I, I was actually on that side and being like, really, yeah. really? I, I, but I feel like the, the right your team and I don't I feel like the like right you. in general has always been more on the same page than the left. And I feel like the left th is fragmented. I feel like that's their problem right now. And I, I think it's a much bigger problem than people are giving it credit and i think the internet and social media yeah. has skewed they, and they need to become on the same the page out of balance like you're not going to beat trump if you're on different pages and you're pushing different things and it the message is is murky that's not going to work and in i think it's the nature of the viewpoints though if you're conservative you're trying to conserve things already in place so it's easier to say point to something say that's what we want you know we want prayer in school or whatever it is or we want the guns we already have it's harder when you're the the you know, the liberal person that or progressive, you're trying to introduce, now fuck that, we're going to do it this way. We should be doing this instead of that. Let's try this. Like, it's an, you got to sell people on it. Well, so I, it's harder because now you agree. Well, we should, you're, you're arguing with each other on what on what the new thing should be. So it, it's, it's, there should be a place for both in a good society. Yeah. So you're not just going off the rails of constantly course. trying new they shit every each minute. Other. Yeah. But you're also not so stagnated that you can't adjust or adapt. But... Yeah, a lot of people I think think it's no one or the other. Like the whole country should be one or the other in my perfect world, whichever side you're on. It's like it doesn't. That, that would you be should be scared of anyone everybody. that conceives of a perfect world without suffering because it's like one, either they're a super genius, or two, they just haven't thought of a lot of possibilities. I mean, it's a good thing to strive for. You can strive for it while you still don't think it's realistic. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think you want to strive for something that's better. I, I don't know if thinking I think it's that... I think yeah, it's you want better to strive perfect, for something that's yeah, not perfect, a per but yeah, achievable. Yeah, saying a perfect world is... You have to ask, well, what does that actually mean? What? That's a great question to does ask somebody who... Does perfect mean no suffering? Yeah, somebody yeah, who has a very not. clear ideology, whether we, it's left or right. All right, what does that form. perfect world look like to you? Yeah. Right? And is that actually achievable? I love asking that question when I think like, whoa, I'm about to get into an argument with yeah. someone. I go, what's your perfect solution to this problem? Yeah, what what and would be I, the I end just, game? I just want to yeah. like figure out a lot about their thinking yeah. from that one question, and I'll know not to go places. Like me and you both know someone who 
in in person? Well, because there won't be a clear answer, and then you say, "Oh, if I get into an argument with this person, I'm, I might not lose, but it's going to be unpleasant because there is no clear direction that they're headed in." Yeah, because they don't, they haven't thought through what I the actual they, end they result is. They define themselves as anti something instead of defining yeah. themselves as this is what I am. And when you're anti something and you don't understand the thing that you're anti, it, like you're just everywhere. Like, well, you can be anti something, but yeah, you got to be careful that, about it. You know? Yeah. Like they, they yeah. there's no unified as far as I can tell, um, the noises coming from the left are not unified under like liberalism or personal freedom it, or it any, feels, anything. It feels big. very mixed, yeah. And free speech used to be like a leftist thing. Yeah. And now well, it's you like say, weirdly confused. Would, would you on the say left. though? Yeah, Luke, yeah, definitely. The left I think is divided on the reaction to this emergency. A lot of people I feel like I like that's so wrong. Like we are kind of freaked out by it, but there's got to be some people that are like, "Great, we can do something about gun control and climate change." Oh, they change. they think you there's know, some we'll people that want that box open. We'll, well, you're you're, you're right because I think like you said earlier, Johnny, how Nancy Pelosi. I think she said it more tongue in cheek, but also warning Republicans that you are opening the door. Like that could very much how happen about in you the don't future. Speak tongue tongue in cheak when but you're there's the also speaker. but there's also liber- there's also our liberals who are definitely on board with. Yeah, great. We're gonna we are going to do that as soon as we get into yeah. power. Just and like it's, Congress says it's like, be- no, you can't just you know give everybody free health care. You have to pass that through a yeah. law, and we'll just be like, what? It's a national emergency. People are dying. Like, let's just do it. We're just gonna do it, and it's just gonna escalate from there. It's like, all right, a wall is stupid, but eight billion dollars is nothing it's compared like to Supreme you know Court pick. tens if, of billions Trump, of dollars for other Trump policies. A, sorry, if he gets a pick with a year left. Uh, you know they're gonna block them the way Obama got blocked. That's the new order. That's, that's the new norm. Yeah, right. It, it never been done before. The fact that Merrick Garland got blocked. He was a like a moderate judge. Like appro- would have been approved by both sides probably. And it was just like, no, we're just gonna block. And that's why they were like, no, we're gonna block them and just. Well, no, they just didn't. They just didn't do it. Right. They were just like, yeah, there's no timetable on when we need to do this, so we're just not gonna do it. That's something I hate yeah. in political it's just arguments. Not on our is agenda. People will say oh, well, starting with Mitch McConnell, the Republicans did this. And it's like, okay, there's the game theory part of it. Like, what should you do to accomplish what you think is right? But there's also, you have to respect the game enough to like, you know, if if, if the rules of the game don't mean anything, then the game's over. If we're playing hockey and I just start like, you know, peeing in the corner and I'm like, this is worth 50 points. Like, that's not a game anymore. I <laughs> No, but here's the difference, no, Luke. No, it's more like basketball where someone does an alley-oop and they go, you can't you can't pass a shot like that. It goes, why? There's nothing in the rules. Right. Yeah. An alley-oop is where you throw the ball, you pass the ball, like chuck it near the rim, and then a guy jumps up and grabs and finishes the f- shot. And the first time they did it, they're like, that's not a, a legal play because no one had done it. They're like, well, it... Yeah, it is. There's no. But everybody can it. do it now. But and, what but if you it, were? It takes away from the the spirit of the game, which is a shooting skill game, like a. Well, that's that's my point is that the game has now just changed, and to not then use that to your advantage. To change, but to not use it to, to your advantage, then you're you're not going that's to win. That's if the rules change, though. But what if you as um now the Democrats get power in 2020, let's say, yeah. and they have the chance to do a gun control version of this, right, yeah. and they say. Unlike our predecessor who didn't respect the Constitution, we want this legislation passed. We think it's an emergency. 
but it's not the kind of emergency that this emergency power was for, and I will not use it for that, but I urge members of Congress to please vote for my... Build that's that wall a, around the guns. That's a threat, right? No, no, it's is not a necessarily a threat. Guns. It's saying that by by principle, but I will it be, not. But shouldn't I will it be not a threat if that's if that's an actual tool within your repertoire now? No, I I was saying the opposite. That they were saying I respect the Constitution too much. No, but I'm saying they're probably they're probably going to do it any because why wouldn't they? Like why? Like what? What because moral high ground are they gaining? Because they want to try to sleep at night. If 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 oh, they, I don't think you're in politics. No. If you want to try to sleep at night, dude, you've seen House so of then Cards. There's the problem that the, the but that's majority, always been politics. You think it's the majority of people in politics are the kind of people that don't share the kind of morality we have? Like, what, just, what do you like, mean in politics? Cool like, at what level? Because I think it matters. Congress at what level. and up. Oh, you don't, I, I would say most of them are snakes. That, that's a you problem. You think most government? people are snakes? Most Congress people, yeah, snakes definitely. who have yeah. the ability to look like yeah, um, absolutely. Mammals. Congress people, absolutely. I, I would cameras. say it's better on a local and level. That's probably why there's snakes behind the cameras, especially, right? Oh my God! Look at Ted what? Cruz. Doesn't I mean, he like sound... in their private lives, like uh, when it, when it comes out, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. find out that there's yeah. It's like of course shit. you're not a normal person. Of course you send pictures of your penis. Yeah. What else do you do on your Saturday afternoon? Yeah. Or when Ted Cruz accidentally your- tweet an aide accidentally tweeted out incest porn. Remember that one? Um, that guy talks like the know. most condescending pastor. I care about the American right. people. Like, oh, right. You know, right, it's right. so like drippingly condescending. But that's you're supposed to run for office if you feel that the politicians uh, are totally immoral. That's what you're supposed that's to right. do. Well, I mean, that's what most politicians run on also is the argument that, oh, Washington is corrupt, politics is dirty. This is what Trump ran on. And then he just brought in well, all his own filthiness. he ran on drain the swamp, right? Yeah, that was his whole thing. Like, oh, I'm not a politician. I'm going to get rid of all this all this nonsense. I'm And I'm gonna, just going to do what needs to get done. And, of course, he hires these other lunatics. And I don't know. I wonder. This is actually an interesting point to look up as well. What is his turnover ratio in his own sort of circles compared to other presidents? Because I don't. Oh, it's uh, it's astounding. His cabinet turnovers. Yeah, yeah. because like it's got to be. Because part of me thinks, all right, well, the media is hyper focused on him because there's so much to focus on. Dude, so Colin maybe Powell we just see stuck it more. It out for another year after Ex- an illegal war was declared. Exactly. Was like, so it's not that bad. I feel like I I would like to know the actual numbers because I, I would imagine that. All right, there is a lot more media coverage about it, but it definitely seems as if his turnover ratio is out of control. Like, Look, is there anybody left from when he started? Is the media even? a little bit more unfair to Trump than other people? Probably. But the question is, do they but, have to be? But is there enough material? Yeah. Like, like a lot of it's what I'm saying. A lot of it yeah. is true. And 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 I, again, it's the signal to noise thing. The signal would be Obama gets caught in a big lie. That would be the news story of the month. Yeah, Trump gets caught in a big lie. It's like, so what? He lies all the time. That's yeah. just a, a a base reality that we've accepted. And it's like, okay, that's not news anymore because news not is newsworthy, something yeah. new. It's something unique. Right. And, and that also is sort of the time. Then whatever. That is sort of the quote unquote brilliance of Trump. Right? Is that he's so you could say he, that he is very good at making so much noise that you there are, there are stories that come up about Trump where I, I'm like, how is how is nobody nobody I talked to knows about this? Did I tell you the whole story with the the moon uh, landing with Trump? How it came out a couple, oh, a couple some, of weeks I, ago. I, I forget in the New York Times or something. But he, uh, I think this was his first year at like 2017, maybe in office. He was waiting to go on a, a 
Skype call or something, whatever, how, whatever they use with the space station, with the space station astronauts. And they were prepping him, and he was with a couple people oh, from NASA and yeah, yeah. a couple people from his cabinet. And he was talking about, like, oh, uh, you know, like, this is what they're doing. They were trying to brief him. And he just switches gears and says, like, yeah, so when are we getting to Mars? And they were like, uh, I don't know. We have plans to go back to the moon in the next decade and then Mars by, like, the 2030s. And he, they, they said he kind of looked at him. Or he kind of looked at them like, what? And then he said, well, I kind of want to get this done by the end of my first term. Like, how can we make that happen? Like, I'll do it, you know, within my first two terms, but I want to get it done by my first term, ideally. Like, how much would that cost? And they just looked at each other and turned to him and said, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's impossible. And then he thought about it. Mars won't be in the right spot. No, the worst. Yeah, the worst part is (laughs) that's what they were saying. Like, you actually can't do it just because of astrophysics. And then he said to them, well... Suppose I wrote you a blank check. He was literally asking them to move the heavens and earth. For yeah, no, he said, he's like, what if I wrote you a blank check? And they said, excuse me. And he said, yeah, how much would it cost to do? Just tell me the number. Like, I could give you the money. Just tell me the number. And they just looked at each other again because they, they, I guess they thought, like, holy shit, is Trump about to give us $100 billion to go to Mars next like, year? What if we just say yes yeah. and now our and, budget is... But they clearly knew, knew like... Awesome satellites. Oh, the technology so actually Christmas yeah, doesn't exist yet. So they said, no, it's not going to happen. Mugs. And he was like, oh. And then they just went on the press conference. They ran out of time. But that was his thinking. Oh, no, I, I'm not also, asking... They're like on I'm not the asking, space station. I'm not asking... Like wrong time for I'm that I'm not asking how it can be done. I'm asking how much money that's, to get what I want. Because there's certain people that think anything's possible because you know the human spirit or and if you have enough money or yeah. whatever you can buy the human spirit with his is, well because there's an, a money amount <laughs> everything everything's possible because if you just have enough it might not be worth it but if i throw enough at it i could do it i could build i could wall off mexico i just what's the amount it's yeah. possible yeah i just so need an amount and i found that answer to your question joe uh which one his his cabinet turnover is Ooh. uh unprecedented as of january 8th he had 12 changes to his cabinet out of 24 posts and it, the next highest at this point in his presidency was Bill Clinton with six. Wow. So okay. he's doubled the, the second highest, which was yeah, the, the highest. There's clearly a lot to be said about the fact that the people around him like either don't want to work with him and or can't work with him. And this is what people have said who have left the White House. They've talked about this, how he's, he's unmanageable in terms of just trying to work Listen with to this. In fact, by January 8th of the third year of the previous six administrations combined... 16 people left. Wow. So the la- okay. that's hard that's a little complicated, but it's saying the last six presidencies at this point in it was almost the same amount of people if you combine them all. So what what do you more. attribute that to other than what I just said about how he's clearly un He's not somebody that you can cooperate yeah. with, it seems like. Not only is he unreasonable, but I, I was reading this. I don't know how true it is. I hope it's not, but it seemed true is that uh, he makes people sign non-disclosure agreements when they join his administration. I've heard that too, but I don't know from where, so I don't know. Okay, if you're a company, but no, you're a public servant. You're not supposed to be having secret conversations with other public servants. That, that's outrageous. If they're doing illegal shit and then you quit, you can't. You shouldn't be, go to jail for calling them out on that. Yeah, it's a little sketch. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of excited for the next election cycle. Um, because it's really going to heat up in the next year. But it's getting hot. At the same time, I feel like it's going to be madness for the next two years. Tommy, jump on. Tommy, jump on the mic. Yeah, let's get. Uh, so we have a, in, in our Come studio on. audience today. We have a uh, young Tommy here. 
Jump on till and, he gets uh, back. Tommy is a historian. You may have uh, heard him in our uh, Rage of Empires series on uh, YouTube. So I want to I want to get some historical perspective. Yeah, Tommy's our his, our resident historian, and he's he's in our studio audience actually today as well. So um, yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to get Tommy's take on this. So what yeah, do you Tommy, make? What do you make of the whole situation of an executive of the American people using? <laughs> <laughs> emergency powers to do everything that we just said well it is certainly unprecedented that we've ever seen anything like this ever. I, I like how tommy tommy's such to the soft-spoken for the last voice of reasons npr voice it's been a little bit of madness but i mean you guys have been so what would you do specifically to solve the problem hold on hold on more than that tommy what have we missed so far yeah what do you think we're missing the point on um well, we i guess the fact of how many people bought into it i mean just the the culture we have in America now, it's its for the last century about, it's been very consumer-based. And I just, it's hard to explain, but a lot of the values he stands for really call out to that, and that's most of the nation. Hmm. So a lot of people were able to relate to him on a deeper level than you would just You mean just by being heartless consumerists? Correct. That's an aspect of it, I would yeah. think. Well, that comes back to what I was saying earlier about George Bush, how... He, and it worked. He said, yeah, this is how you do your patriotic duty. You go out and shop. Just shop and keep your head down and keep working hard. That's what really making got that me money. when you said that point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so sickening. I, I beach cleaned oh. too many hours today to not be sick. <laughs> That's probably the toxic uh, melted plastic powder chemicals you're breathing in. Oh, it it, de- it definitely it definitely doesn't help. But now, Joe, don't you think it would be better for everyone? if you? How many hours would you say you've spent beach cleaning? Uh, like ever? Yeah, total. I mean, I picked up a thousand pounds last year of plastic. I don't know what and that translates. How long translates. does it take you to pick up one pound? An hour? Uh, no, I usually pick up fifteen pounds in about three hours. So that's what five pounds an hour. Five pounds an hour. You did a thousand pounds. Oh, gee, so two hundred hours. Can you do the math? Have here? you spent two hundred yeah. hours trying that's to figure out math. how to like make a device to clean a beach better? Don't you think that would have been a better use of the time? You want me to like invent, invent the, the cotton gin of beach cleaning? Uh, Wait, yeah. that's a wrong. That's the wrong example. <laughs> well, you know, we had a bunch of a bunch of. But you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying, though? No, I I see your I see your point, Johnny. And the, there are a bunch of hobo joes. Just, no, but I just think something like plastic <laughs> with a special rake or something. I yeah, think that'd so, be awesome. Is that see, what you want? I see your point, Johnny. I think I think my point is that. People need to know that there isn't one answer to things, right? I mean, beach cleaning is a good example, but I think a lot of things in politics, right? And this is what Trump does with his wall. Yeah, we'll build a wall. We got to stop the problem. Clearly, that's not going to stop whatever he thinks, whatever he's referring to is this supposed specific problem. But I, I think as well, if you think about the example with beach cleaning, like I know I'm not going to go out there and solve the plastic pollution epidemic by picking up however many pounds of plastic, that's not going to make a difference, but it is something. And I can sort of talk about that and, you know, get other people involved. And one of the people who came down today actually was a a local legislator. And she was talking about these like policy initiatives that she was working on. And she like wants to try to like, you know, just do what I'm doing with social media and, you know, spread awareness and stuff. So, you know, these small things you can kind of build up from there. And it's, you know, the other alternative is for, with a situation like that, sit on Twitter and just yell about plastic pollution all day. And it's like, what is that really accomplishing? And I feel like we see this so much in politics too, where people sit on Twitter and they just, they, they yell again, like we talked about earlier, asking what is your perfect world? What is your ideal world? There's not a clear answer to that, or there's not a clear path, a clear solution to getting there either. 
It's very tricky. I mean, we live yeah. in a world that's very different than it was 20 years ago. But Joe, what if you could declare an emergency and everyone had to come help you beach clean? Oh, I am so on board Would now. You do that? I'm all uh, I'm all about eco-fascism at this point, by the way. And if we need to declare a national emergency for if that comes up, I am so on board because fuck it. He's going to get his wall, I'm going to get the plastic. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a wall around that plastic. Because why not? Yeah, I'm playing your game, Luke. I'm hip to you. Can we talk about the... I have so many things I hate about that Luke's statement. <laughs> Can we talk about the the Green New Deal? Like, Johnny, if you have oh, more God. to say about like um, the specific constitutional shit with what Trump did, like I'm down to talk about that. Well, but I, I just... also think it's worth talking okay. about the, the failings of the left and and why people... I, I know you do. Should we save that for Drunk Tank, the Green New we, Deal? We should totally do a Drunk Tank right after this. Let's yeah. just wrap this up. Yeah, we're yeah, let's done. Let's do Drunk Tank, Green New Deal, because I have a lot. Yeah. As yeah, an yeah, eco-fascist, I, I, just have, I have a lot I want to say about the Green New Deal, <laughs> and it's not all one, good. <laughs> I have one more quote uh, from Trump that really scared me. Well, two more. They're all scary, but okay. I have two more quotes I want to cover, and then we can, we can wrap it up. Uh I'm not hanging up. These are real quotes. I see you guys scheming. <laughs> Let me get my goddamn quotes. In. Stop ruining I episodes. You're on camera. <laughs> I did too. I'm literally just scheming with Joe. We're like, all right, when he's literally, literally like, hunched yeah. over the mic right now, scheming. I, I see him do a little hand gesture. He's like, get to the get to the mouse. No, screw you. Like, you can you can win this one if I get my points across. Okay, go ahead. That? Get your points across. I'll give you the win. Oh, well said, Johnny. Get you ready. care most about the points, Tom, not about Tom, winning. Tom, Tom, I turned off my yeah, mic. Yeah, right. See, I gave. Be ready. The moral high Tom, ground. my mic's off. Be ready, okay? Um, he can't hear us. Tommy, take <laughs> your Damn shoes off, you. take your socks off, and get ready to hit the mouse pad. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, hurry. We got to get into the drunk tank. That's the All right, Johnny, read your quotes. So he was talking about... Yeah, okay, so I'm going to be signing a national emergency. It's This time it's a national emergency. Before it was just national emergency. Uh, I'm going to be signing back into a national emergency. It's been signed many times before. Oh, wait, it's been awesome. signed by other presidents from 1977 or so. So <laughs> if you're invoking powers specifically to your position to abuse them the highest, also. <laughs> and you're planning on using them, you should have a little more than since 1977 or so. <laughs> it gave presidents the power. Oh, that's what he says. Sorry. It's been signed many times before. It's been signed by other presidents from 1977 or so. It gave presidents the power. That was the sentence. <laughs> it gave them the power. I remember That's that amazing. sentence. I remember I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, God, and I sat up a little and then, bit. And then he says this. He goes, there's rarely been a problem. They sign it. Nobody cares. I guess they weren't very exciting, but nobody cares. They oh sign God. it for far less important things in some cases, in many cases. Didn't really say anything at the end there, but so that's the the the. This was the. I just want to get my panic over what he's doing across as like, um, a not a Democrat. A, a what do you call it? A lower D Democrat, right? Like I'm a. I want to live in a democracy. Just type as Democrat. like a, a very reasonable person who is extra concerned with this than like many of the other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I'm not like giving him a pass on all his weird, like racist, sexist stuff either. I'm just saying this is stuff that like affects fabric of society type stuff to me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that. Then he rambled about the uh, the angel moms for a while, and then he starts talking about the drug deaths and how he doesn't believe the drug death statistics are accurate. 
uh, that there must be way higher. He talks about all these horrible drugs coming through the border. And he starts talking about fentanyl, which is a weird thing to bring up because that's made in China. Like, it mostly all, I think, comes from China. So it's like, how is a wall with Mexico going to stop these Chinese drugs? But he's saying, I was talking to the president of China about their drug problem. And he go, and you could tell he was like trying, thought he was quoting the Chinese president, but he was speaking kind of like you could tell he wanted to do a Chinese accent so badly. I wish I had the clip. You guys should go back and listen to it. But like he's saying, oh, he goes, do you have a drug problem? He goes, no, no drug problem. Like, you know, he says it like that. Yeah. And then uh, he goes, I said, you have a country of a billion people. You don't have a drug problem? He goes, we give death penalty to people who sell drugs. Yeah. So he says, we give death penalty. Like he says it with like the cadence of a non-English or he tries to. And you can see the look Trump on his face. Like he's that? like, yeah. You can see the look on his face. He's like, don't say the accent. You're quoting a foreign leader. Like, he tried on that. <laughs> they like that clearly really coached tried. him. Be we careful, dude. <laughs> we give death penalty as fixed to drug pro- or, uh, to people who sell drugs. End of problem. What do we do? We set up blue ribbon committees where men and women sit, they eat, and they dine and waste a lot of time. So if we want to what? get smart, you can end up end the drug problem. You can end it a lot faster than you think. So the implication there is if we just start killing drug addicts and drug dealers, like, like I'm pretty sure if you get caught doing drugs in China, it's also the death penalty. It's probably not great. So it's like you just want to kill anybody that's ever done a drug. That's most people, I think. It's kind of like my weed policy in Turkey. I just go, not going to smoke it. Not, not, not interested. How's that related at all? <laughs> I'm saying, like, if I were in China, I would have the same policy. Trump, Trump is making like Duarte level <laughs> threats to, like, yeah, maybe we should just kill drug dealers. Well, that would deal like, with the, the difference is he's not making a threat in a way that I actually believe that he's intending this from deep down. He just says shit. I think I see it's what you're more saying. Yeah. than anything but he's else. asking. But he's asking for the power to go to that office. The next guy might be. Yeah, we say yeah, he oh, is a. Ro- I see what you're saying, Johnny. He is healthcare. He is eroding yeah. the, the the filter. Totally, that is between. he's setting it yeah. up for the next maniac who isn't senile. Who's right. like, yep, I, I'm gonna. Who like, is actually Putin like the, the next guy? Yeah, who turns out to be like more like Putin than Trump. Yeah, thanks for putting all this horsepower in this bad boy. Now I'm gonna yeah. really let it run. Yeah, that's not what we want. I would, I would say Trump is definitely guilt, like a big part of the guilt of. And like, then oh. And then the last end of the quote was the, the death, the, the penalty is death. So that's frankly one of the things I'm most excited about in our trade deal because he said he got them what? to agree to do that to fentanyl to make fentanyl the death penalty in China now. And he's like, maybe we should do it here. That, that was totally the implication of Jesus of that whole thing. As if as if the death penalty should ever apply to some nonviolent crime murder. like that. Yeah. And then he yeah. said China's going. The argument said China's coming here sense. next week. <laughs> for, for murder, maybe like depending on your position. Yeah, you can but go back to a solemnistic reason. For, like, the, for oh, and then and then and then he started saying China is coming here next week, and then we'll be going there, and then the China's president coming. will come here, and it was like, wait, so China's coming, and then the president's coming separate. China's a person in his mind. He's like, yeah, China's coming. Next China. Week. Yeah, it's yeah. one China, John. So so that was all my 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 Trump quotes. I thought uh, were I, I could handle. Let alone, yeah, there's more worth enough. sharing, but that's all we can really do. Um, let's say like so um, you can hang up on me now. It's fine. I'll, no. I'll just no, not yet. I'll just say that like we should do a quick uh, drunk tank and like get get really rowdy with it. But um, Trump's definitely guilty of what we're just talking about this whole time of of making reality hard to understand. The noise is higher than the signal. 
but the left is whether whoever started it i don't care it's not a five-year-old fight it's like what's the best path forward not who started it they did this so we should do this yeah the left is equally guilty of not making sense and they 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 operate on principles that are contradictory and you don't know which ones apply where and it's it's just confusing so if you want to make sense you have to make sense and people can respect if you make sense and I don't see anyone doing that in politics right now. And the terrifying part is when someone like Trump makes a big decision like this that goes against something deeper, not just the politics day to day, but something like the Constitution, which is like underneath us all. And we think like the to and fro and the waviness of like day to day political life is like whatever we're grounded to the constitution when you start fucking with that like things are different we the people in order to form a more perfect union establish justice and ensure domestic tranquility to provide for the common defense promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish this constitution for the united states of america so that is the actual preamble to our Constitution. Uh, I knew they were going to hang up on me, but I wanted to get that in the episode. Because if you actually read that over a few times, it's, it's why that document's important. Because it's saying, this is our intent, is like where this document is coming from, is to try to set up a fair, balanced system with tools in it to resolve things and to... Uh, address unfairness and, and problems and stuff in a certain way. And we j- I just don't think this recent national emergency by tr- President Trump is really uh, in the spirit of that. So that was my main issue. Uh, now you can hear the jackasses giggling about hanging up on me. Uh, but thanks for listening. Sorry this one's serious. And we over- talked over each other way too much. But that's what happens with politics. Um, so... Don't listen to this during Thanksgiving or we'll ruin dinner for the family, I bet. Thanks again. Fuck you and your constitution, Johnny. We win again. That's what, He was so going to hang up. That's what, like, three episodes in I a could, row? I could see. Do you know what his plan was? His plan was to make us think that he actually wasn't hanging up by keep rambling. And we'd be like, oh, he's actually going into a thing. So let's not be jerks about it. And then he would I hang up. I honestly thought he wasn't so going to hang up. That's why. Because if, if he hit. He was about to. Yeah, no, no, he was about to. I'm just saying he waited longer than he normally would because it's a game of chicken. But I, I think he also wanted to say what he wanted to say. That's why yeah. I knew I had a chance if I reached forward, like yeah. I could do it. Yeah. Anyways, Joe, oh, congratulations Johnny. to us both. We've won, what yeah. is it, three in a row now? It's 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 all of them. He was having us for a while. See, I'm like, just saying things now because that's good. what Trump does. We're yeah, good. Yeah, we've won all of them. You can go back and look. Go ahead. They're yeah. they're out there. The files are there. We're there. It, Fake it, news. No. What are you, what are you talking about? I yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't buy into that. I just want to give. A, I just want to give. I, you know, what I want to say. I want to actually say that I think everybody needs to sort of sit back and reflect internally like we talked much about in i guess our upcoming episode that we didn't record before this one about anger no joe that was last week and (laughs) god damn it luke and you know sometimes the best way to reflect is to just sit back you know crack a cold one and enjoy a lovely sand city ipa or perhaps a lovely bellport brewing fireplace bay uh, milk stout with cold brew coffee and vanilla beans. Mm, is that refreshing? <laughs> and if you're not in the mood for that, then why? I say, why not try a lovely Hawkbill Indian IPA? 
by Burial Beer. And if you That's really don't agree with beer. Trump, take a shot of whiskey and then... <laughs> I don't know why I'm plugging these companies. I thought you maybe got a sponsor. That's what I thought. I did get a beer from... Actually, I do want to give a shout out to them. Bellport uh, Brewing. They gave me this Fireplace Bay. It's a, it is a milk stout with cold brew coffee. That was our first beer? Yeah, it was really cool. good, right? And what's really cool, too, is that they brew it with uh, locally roasted beans, too. And so they're super fresh, the beans. They're, like, very freshly roasted. Delicious. Uh, delicious. It's probably the best, I would say. The best. It's fantastic. Better than what they get Stella. in, may I say, China. Exactly. So uh, shout out to them if you see them around Bellport Brewing. Um, really good beer. Um, and it's cool. It's one of those breweries, too, that they're doing different stuff. Like, I tried their uh, Hefeweizen and their... What did they have? An IPA. And so they're... Mechaweizen. Mechaweizen. So it's one of those breweries that's doing like a lot of really good beer, but a diverse spread. So we didn't get to really talk about beer much on this, but yeah, I think... Trump doesn't drink beer. I know. That's part of the reason. That's the first reason Uh, I hated him. All right. Let's call Johnny back and do a drunk tank. Go go to patreon.com slash thunk tank podcast. I think at like the lowest tier is a dollar an episode, and and you'll get to hear these little like fifteen twenty minute drunk tanks that we do after an episode. It's basically what we were just doing, except louder. And it's also a little bit more unhinged. We we take a little. I, more I mean risk. that. I mean that literally as well as figuratively. Yeah, yeah louder. Because like yeah. we know if you're already donating a yeah. dollar to us per episode, then you you probably won't be. Um, offended let's say right well you might be offended but you won't care as much about being offended also you which is kind of awesome we are. which is kind of way more important like i don't mind if you're offended i mind if you mind that you're offended like being offended is okay that's fine like i was offended by trump's speech i'm offended when i'm lied to i don't like it yeah but you don't then go around and take it out on me that's a huge difference no, i do well you should try harder because i don't feel uh, upset so enough. Let's i don't go, feel offended let's call enough. johnny back and do that all right, like, share, and subscribe. Thanks and for we'll listening. See you in the tank, hopefully. Bye. Oh, Tommy, bye. Say bye. Tremendous podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs>